Hi, and welcome back to another episode of She Mentors. Today, I'm going to be chatting with Ruby Lee. She is a ball of energy. She has gone from a corporate role in recruitment to owning her own business, a fully-fledged entrepreneur in the last six months. She coaches side hustlers, so people like me who have their own business on the side of working full-time. She has coaching programs and courses, and she's just an all-round beautiful person. So this episode will be fantastic if you are looking to make the leap from your day job to your side hustle, and or you just want some inspiration to know how it's done. So let's dive straight in. Ruby, thank you for being on the She Mentors podcast. Thank you so much, Ali, for having me on. So excited. I know, it's a pleasure. So Ruby is the reason I actually have a podcast because I was on your podcast, Own Your Hustle, a few months ago, and then you were like, Ali, do a podcast. And I was like, no, no, I haven't got time. Like, it's too much. I don't know how to do it. And you said, Ali, you can do it. Just do it. And then a few months later, I've got four episodes out and now you're on it. So thanks for I'm that, so I'm so glad that you've done it as well. I remember that podcast episode. You're like, I don't even want to listen back to my voice. <laughs> but I'm like, you have a gorgeous voice. Oh my gosh. No, I really struggled with that. And actually I still struggle. I I barely can listen back to do the editing. So but anyway, thank really? you for that move. Yeah. No, I don't think anyone would agree with that. <laughs> uh, so Ruby, for people that don't know you, and I think a lot of my members will already know you because you did an amazing event with us on personal branding, which was fantastic. And we had so much great feedback about that event. But for the people that don't know you, do you want to maybe introduce yourselves and maybe just give a little glimpse of what of how your journey's evolved over the last six months, six to twelve months, because it's been fantastic to watch. Oh, perfect. Yes. So I'm Ruby Lee. I am a side hustle coach, which is a very kind of, uh, it's such a close niche to my heart because I was a side hustler for three and a half years and I made the leap in March, 2018. So as of the date of this recording, just over six months ago, I decided to leave my corporate job and which I loved by the way, but the calling was elsewhere and it was to go all in and start start my own business. So in saying so, I have just had such an incredible journey doing this whole side hustle to main hustle leap. There's been so many learnings, like every single month that's gone past, I could probably theme up like six key lessons over the last six months. I need to write like a blog or something Mm -hmm. about that, but it's been absolutely insane. And just in that time, building a side hustle community, working with early stage entrepreneurs and being able to just like really scale online. That's what's been the the fun and the adventure for me, starting with like online masterclasses, now membership site, now group coaching courses. And so being able to really play in that space has been so incredible. And yeah, I'm so, so grateful that I just got out of my own way and did the main, the main hustle leap. And it's just been an incredible ride. Just hearing you list all of the things that you're offering now is huge. I can't believe like you have coaching, you've got a membership site, you do, you do so much. Um, let's go back to the moment you kind of thought, I want to leave my full-time, and you were in recruitment, weren't you? So you were like, I want to leave yes. my full-time role. Talk me through that like initial step and like the feelings beforehand and then when you decided to take the leap. 
Yeah, well, actually, so I posted on Instagram yesterday about being in Bali this time last year. So it was around this time. Um, and I remember thinking, I'm working, you know, five days a week in recruitment. And it was for a software engineering business that I just adored, like the founder, CEO there was super supportive of my side hustle, which was very, you know, obviously a real weight off my shoulders. But I knew that once I was in Bali, it was time for me to kind of knuckle down to look at what did I actually want to do into 2018? And I picked up a book by Gary Vaynerchuk and it was called Crush It. Some of you might've read it. And it was just all about showing up online and owning your brand. And then all of this kind of just unraveled an entrepreneurial kind of light switch in me, if you like, like, it's just like something flicked on. And I just remember going, oh my gosh, I need to do this. Like I just felt this real rush of excitement. And I came back from Bali. I sat down with my boss and I said, I'd really love to go to four days a week so that I can concentrate on my business. That conversation was not easy to have, Mm -hmm. not because they weren't supportive, but because there was this fear around money, around security, around all those things that come up, you know, like, am I good enough to do this? And I did it. I went four days a week and sure enough, I loved it. That day that I had to myself, I was building my business. I was just in this beautiful like dream state world that I wanted to always be in. And so I asked to then go down to three days a week. And that didn't last for very long because pretty much not long after that, I was just like, what am I doing going down to three days? I'm like, I just need to go all in. If it's not three days, like I could just be dragging this on forever. And so I ended up having another chat with the CEO of the business saying, I think it's time. And he ended up just saying, we've all felt it, Rubes. Like we (laughs) couldn't have been the ones to say that, like you had to let go. So yeah, that whole process was literally, I think, October to March. So almost six months to finally like let go of the life raft and go all in. (sighs) And were you nervous or were you just absolutely ready and you just thought, I'm going to give it a go? Oh, I was so, I felt really nervous, to be honest. Like, I think the fears, doubts and insecurities really came up in a big way, in a huge way in that time period. And I, the day I resigned, I bawled my eyes out. I was like, I would never cry in front of like the founder of the business or the CEO, but I was just like this wet mop and I could not stop. But what I realized now was that it was actually just that whole sense of like letting go and just, you know, clearing out all the fears. Like it's so funny, isn't it? It's like clearing out the fears in your tears and then going all in with that. And I remember coming home that night and I just felt so free. I felt like a weight had come off my shoulders. I sat down with my husband and we were like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. (laughs) Can't believe we've done it. So it was an unbelievable experience, but definitely no regrets. Mm. And did you have a business plan? No, I didn't, which is so funny because having been in recruitment for so long, I'm driven by one business plan after another especially, you know, if it's got to do with like the growth of your business and, you know, 90 day plans to hire people, for example. And ironically, I would always ask people that I hired to put together a business plan. (laughs) And yet for me, I think because I was side hustling for so long, a lot of it was going, you know, by 
how much time I had and how much of a gut feel I had for what my capacity was. But I never had this sort of like long-term view of this is where I want to get to and this is like my roadmap. And it's unconventional, I know, for some people, like, you know, to be like, what, you don't have a business plan. But even without a business plan and having really concentrated on the side hustle for the last 18 months prior to resigning from my day job, I managed to hit six figures in it. So I don't know what you want to read into when it comes mm-hmm. to that, follow your gut and intuition versus just like a plan and what's on a piece of paper. But, you know, it really comes down to, like, I think, the individual that you are and what works best for your mind. Mm, and I think it happened really organically for you, didn't it? So I first came across you on LinkedIn and you were producing these amazing videos. And I thought, I've got to have you speak at one of the She Mentors events because you looked fantastic on camera. You, was, you felt so confident. You looked amazing. And you were kind of so inspiring. Did you start with the LinkedIn video or did you start elsewhere? And how did that, how did you know which platform to sort of start with? Oh my gosh. Firstly, thank you so much, Ali. <laughs> Just too kind. I, I definitely, it was very organic. You're so right with that. And I struggled a lot with social platforms. I never felt like I belonged anywhere. I tried YouTube for some time, but the viewing on it was like miserable because mm-hmm. it's so hard to grow a YouTube channel, in my opinion. And I tried Instagram for a little bit, but I had another Instagram account with heaps of like photos of the kids and the family and stuff like that. So it wasn't at all like hustle focused and Facebook, same deal. But I always knew that LinkedIn was going to be my platform, but I was scared of it because it was where all like the professionals hung out. It was where all the, you know, all the peers in my industry hung out, but not necessarily ever for personal branding and not ever for content creation. As recruiters, it was always just a stalking tool where we could hire you and find out more about you. So I knew it was like something I had to crush through. And in December last, December 2017, I remember thinking, I've got to do it. I've just got to do LinkedIn. If I'm serious about leaving my day job, I have to scale my brand and I have to show people what I am all about. And I knew LinkedIn was my space. So January this year, I decided to start doing more content. I spoke to my boss about it and I said, I'm going to be doing more content on LinkedIn. It's not necessarily going to be about the employer brand. It's going to be about my personal brand. And I took him through that conversation. So he was comfortable with it. And that was like, you know, definitely a a big kind of learning experience, but I did it. And more and more people started to notice me, what I talked about, who I was. I started to see like profile growth and all the content I put out was video as well, not written per se. So when I say like I went all in with LinkedIn, it was like all in, it was video and it was daily videos. And so it was just insane, but I wanted to commit to doing that for 90 days. And then the rest of it from there has just been absolutely just incredible. Like all the financial results and the business growth that's come from that's been incredible yeah because you have like you mentioned before you made a lot of revenue through LinkedIn um when did you start to see the revenue coming in and was it through coaching or advertising can you talk through like the steps that so you're on LinkedIn you're doing amazing videos but how did you monetize it yeah so I I started to see 
the kind of money flow into the business happen pretty much as soon as the first offer went out there. And all it was, was a little call to action link um, saying, I'm offering one-to-one coaching services. If you're interested, here's the link to find out more, which went to my website and people could find out more about me. And I started to see a spike in people just like checking out the website like having a bit of a nosy at the offer. And then some people started to direct message me to say, cool, can I find out more about coaching? Do you do consultation calls? And I think after about a couple of weeks of having that out there, I had booked out my first month of coaching online, which is just, I mean, I don't know how I would have got that sort of flow if it wasn't for LinkedIn, because as I said, I wasn't huge on any other social platform at the time. I didn't have my podcast. So I was flabbergasted with how quickly people actually kind of found me as well, because the algorithm on LinkedIn is so generous at the moment. And it still is. I've been doing LinkedIn videos now for six months and it's just incredible the reach and the scale that you get through LinkedIn video, because like basically LinkedIn just want us to use more videos. So we're always going to be on people's feeds and it's going to be like front and center. So from there, that first offer, I started to just, every time I posted, I would have a call to action. So even if it was, um, you know, check out my coaching uh, package or uh, book me for a workshop to speak at your employer, you know, Um, next employer workshop, it just started to grow. And then people started to also see me as a speaker. So I would get messages in my LinkedIn inbox saying, you've done all these videos. So just like you, Ali, you found me as a speaker. Um, And that was incredible because then I'd have people say, what's your speaking budget? You know, how much can we book you for? And, you know, like I hadn't at the time at all ever charged for speaking. So I didn't, anticipate speaking to be an income stream for me. But once again, that's just what organically happened because I showed up on LinkedIn and people recognized that in me, even before I recognized it in myself. Mm. And with the coaching, um, did you, was it purely side hustlers or was it business coaching generally? And had you done any training for that? Or is it something that anyone can sort of get into? Yeah, I believe anyone can be a coach. I mean, this is like the, the, a year and the era for coaches. And, you know, I know the term is widely overused and there's a lot of people who will just say, I'm a coach or I'm a mentor. But effectively what it means to me is that if you're able to help someone and if you're giving advice to someone, if people are coming up to you constantly about a particular niche or a topic, you are coaching them, you're helping them. And therefore, you know, you are able to really act in that coaching capacity, right? So a coach is very different to a mentor. A coach is, you know, very results-based and results-driven. So I didn't do any like formal qualifications in coaching at all. I was just someone who had put something out there to say, I am happy to offer these services if you think I'm the right person to lean on and to, you know, receive help from. And so with that aside, I went all in with it. I made the leap from pure career coaching into side hustle coaching really quickly after leaving the nine to five. I, it was under my nose the whole time. And sometimes this is what happens, right? When you think you're going to start one sort of business and maybe it it links back to not having a business plan (laughs) (laughs) to then actually having people say, yeah, we know you do the career coaching stuff, but 
I found more people were like asking me about side hustles and saying, how did you do that? for three and a half years? How did you build a six-figure side hustle? How did you do it with kids? How did you do the whole balancing thing? And the more I realized how many more inquiries I was getting about that than career transitions, the more I was like, oh my goodness, it's just been like literally under my nose this whole time. And it's as soon as I made myself available to do side hustle coaching, the business exploded. So it's often, it's often the things that's just like right in front of you that you choose not to see or that you don't see, right? That often brings you the most joy. Yeah, I totally agree. And do you think because you like niche down into that side hustle, do you think that really helped with your business? Because as you said, coaching, there's a lot of competition. There's a lot of, there's a lot of people offering Mm -hmm. the same thing. Do you think that really helped niching down your product or your service? Possibly. I think I didn't go down the kind of strategic mindset to think, okay, well, now that I'm niching, I'm going to have more of the market share because if anything, I believe that if there are competitors out there, it's a healthy market. And that means that there's obviously a lot of opportunity out there. The pie is a lot bigger and the pie is always big. There's always a slice of the pie for you. It doesn't come down to like how special your niche is. It actually comes down to your personal brand. But as soon as I decided to go into side hustles, I found a lot more people were paying much greater attention. So my engagement went up, uh, like watch times went up, for example, likes and comments went up, uh, definitely website hits went up. So there was a coupling there of finding my personal brand, linking that to my purpose, and then linking that to a business offering that all really flowed so, so beautifully. Mm. Yeah, I love that. And how did, what were the next steps? So it went from coaching specifically, like one-on-one coaching, and then you've obviously scaled it now. Can you talk me through that? Like how that's evolved over the last sort of six to 12 months? Oh yeah. It's so quick, right? Like, so in month one, it was all about transitioning from in-person to online coaching. Month two, I started offering masterclasses. So short really punchy one hour lessons, if you like. And all of that was part of a greater plan in my head that I would eventually create a membership site. Do you remember we sat down for a coffee and I was like asking you about membership sites? (laughs) Yeah, I do. Yeah. And we, Ali and I were bashing about ideas on, (laughs) or talking about great membership sites out there anyway. And um, you gave me a bunch of links and resources to check out, which was so pivotal in the whole kind of research piece there. So my thought was, if I was able to scale through online masterclasses, it's telling me that there's a need for it and that my market and my community wanted short one-hour masterclasses, but also from me. So I did four masterclasses over the next four months, which were all so successful. Like it went from like 50 enrollments to 70 to 90 to 100. So it was pretty amazing to see that come to pass. But what really brought me to the whole membership site concept was as people were doing the masterclasses, more individuals are saying, we love the training rooms. It's great, but we want a community. And I'm like, okay, the time is now I'm going to just create it and go all in. And I was so scared to do the membership site because of the time investment involved. And I finally did it. So last month I launched my membership site, Hustlepreneur VIP. Yay. And oh my gosh, like we're, we're currently in 
or 10 days in uh, as of this recording. And the group in there is so awesome. It's such an awesome community. And I just love the fact that they took all the learnings from my masterclass. Then as a community, they're just backing each other up with all of their side hustle goals. Um, So this month, we're really focusing on LinkedIn in particular. And so everyone's like on LinkedIn, backing each other, liking, commenting. So it's a real community feel both on Facebook and on LinkedIn. So that's brought me to membership sites. And now I obviously also run a group online coaching, which is a much more like focused area. The investment is higher to work with me in a group space. So for example, right now I'm running a program about how to help coaches scale their coaching practice like I have. Um, And other group courses have been like personal branding and also side hustle slingshot to help you set up your side hustle in 10 days. So everything I teach online is everything that I've gone through. I don't ever try and make up a topic that I think might be relevant for my market. Uh, Every single sales page or copy that goes out will always be, this is why I'm building this course because I've been through it and I want to show you how to not make the same mistakes as me, you know, propel yourself forward, do everything like you feel like doing. So a lot of empowerment and mindset work, but that's just been the journey over the last six months. Mm, It's just been a whirlwind and it's so inspiring, Ruby, because I think there's going to be so many people out there who are either consultants or coaches or they want to become coaches. But the thing I really admire about you is how you've scaled it because most people just stick with the face-to-face coaching where they're kind of they have to be in Melbourne and they have to go for a coffee for example you've managed to scale that in an online way which means that eventually you can work completely remotely if you're not you're probably already doing that now but it means that you can go and live and work in Bali that I know that you're tempted to do (laughs) um so totally yeah we all want that don't we with that being said um, obviously you've gone on a bit of a roller coaster what have been the best moments and then what have been like the worst moments and have you ever thought, oh God, I don't want to do this anymore? Yeah, I think the best moments always comes down to opening up any social platform that I'm on now, whether it be on Instagram or Facebook and and literally just seeing messages, not just like one-liners, Ali, they're like people write essays to me saying how much like the work I put out there has inspired them to start their side hustles or that's lit their souls on fire to then go, I'm going all in with my business. People writing to me saying how much like just listening to my podcast, for example, has just changed their entire life. I mean, just saying this to you, I I get goosebumps and like, I am so grateful for that because, you know, one can only wish that that would have happened if I just, you know, stayed in my one-to-one coaching practice that was just based in Melbourne and just having one-to-one coffees. Nothing wrong with that at all. But what frustrated me was that I was unable to get my message out far and wide. And I just knew that the power behind my message and the purpose behind my message deserved a bigger stage. I just knew it deserved a much bigger stage. And it wasn't about the fame. It wasn't about the numbers and the the vanity metrics. It was about reaching more people who needed to feel empowered. And so the digital space has opened that up for me greatly. And that's been something that has, you know, just continued to bring a massive like smile to my face every day. The parts that are really difficult, I feel, are yes, I am working remotely now. So working from home, I travel a lot, 
take the laptop with me and I'm ready to coach anyone from anywhere. But it is still extremely uh, lonely and it is still very, sometimes, you know, you do a lot alone. You do a lot alone, like more than you realize. Like even if you're going to a cafe and you're sitting there, mostly I'm sitting at a cafe alone with my laptop, um, with a cup of coffee. It's probably something I not would not have done <laughs> prior to being an online entrepreneur. You know, I've always gone out with friends and you know, busy social life and all of that. I'm grateful that I do have my hubby, who's my business partner, but because we've got kids, we have to like share the kids sometimes. So again, a lot of it is alone. Um, sometimes all the creativity is done pretty much in your own head. And so mm. there's moments where I put offers out there and it probably didn't do as well as I thought it would have done. Cause I'm like, hang on it. It sounded really good in my own head. <laughs> Why isn't anyone clicking on it or engaging with it or buying from it? You know, so that's often linked to loneliness where you're not able to like bounce it off a lot of people um, to kind of get that sense check of like rubes that makes no sense at all, not until you put it out there. And so to combat that, I've really found, oh God, like these girls who are in my community, we've just created a little mastermind. And I, like we meet once a month now, which has just started over wines and champagne pain and cheese of course mm-hmm. and we just go all in we just talk about the business so openly like bear it all and just be like this is just not working everything's hitting the fan and it's just amazing so it, that has only happened in the last months so it's taken me six months to find a mastermind and a group that like a very small tight-knit group that you can just feel really comfortable with in sharing all the good, the bad and the ugly in order to help you really level up. Mm. It's interesting you say that about masterminds because that's something I'm looking at doing with She Mentors because I think people need like regular check-ins with other people in their industry or perhaps they're at just slightly higher level than, than you and you just bounce ideas and you're in it for the long haul with those people, aren't you? And I've had a lot yeah. of feedback actually from members saying that they would appreciate something like that because it's all very well having events and and speaking, you know, like we're doing now over Zoom video, but sometimes you need like a brainstorming session with multiple people that are invested in your business and their business and you share those ideas. And it's just, it's fantastic that you've got that, Rubes. Like I'm really pleased for you. So I remember you saying you were a little bit lonely when we met months Mm. ago now. You're like, oh, it's a bit lonely. And I was like, yeah, it is if you're an entrepreneur and you're working from home. Yeah. And I... You know, I think for me, it's not, it's not at all about, um, you know, just bouncing ideas off each other. Like you have to just really trust the people that are in that group, you know, and I wholeheartedly trust, like they're all girls, like it just happened so that way. But, you know, I trust the girls in that group so deeply with everything. And now we actually, we have a WhatsApp group and we, we voice message each other all the time. And we just talk about like, oh my God, this is what happened today. And then within like 10 minutes, one of them will voice message back saying, you've got this seriously, like, what the hell, why are you thinking that? And it's just these voices that whilst we don't always physically, we're not always physically in the same room, we're able to just connect. And that has been such a game changer. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, it sounds great. I think I need to get into a mastermind as well. <laughs> yes, you totally I do. I do. I do. Although I am very inspired by when I meet three she mentors. So I'm very lucky in that respect. Um, so what advice would you say then to people who are going out and are 
similar to you, maybe they're looking to get into the coaching space or perhaps they're already coaching need to sort of scale. What advice, mm. what are first steps for people to sort of get into that space, would you say? Yeah. So I would firstly just do a really quick gut check-in with your coaching model. So are you happy with the one-to-one? Are you happy with the in-person? Or do you believe that your message deserves a bigger stage? Do you believe that there needs to be other platforms for you to diversify your offerings? And if that's the case, then you need to start really researching, doubling down on what digital platforms might work for you. So, and, and also from that, it could be things like, is it a mastermind? Is it um, online workshops? Is it one hour quick workshops? Like what works for you as a teacher, a coach, a mentor, a trainer? Because if you're not feeling the one hour sessions, because you love a deep dive, you love a good three hour workshop, then do the three hour workshop because that's where you're, you're going to be making more money. Like where you feel most connected is where you're going to really bring in like all the abundance, the wealth and the money flow. Um, So the other thing is that I think, you know, for me, if you're wanting to build something, be super clear on your personal brand. So I alluded it to it before. It's not just about picking a niche and, you know, pricing something up and having a beautiful website. If you are nowhere on the website to be seen, as in like your beautiful face and your voice isn't coming through, your values and your message isn't coming through, you are just going to sink into like literally be like a wallflower. Every You can't tell the difference, you know. Um, so having personal brand means that you are not trying to be everything to everyone. You are focusing on a certain group of people that you can serve wholeheartedly and you just know that that's why you're building a coaching practice. So they're my top two tips, personal brand, check in with your business model. Um, and with those two in mind, you can really start to create like, absolute magic from that yeah I love that I think that's fantastic advice especially to do the personal brand because you're right people relate to other people not just Mm. a blank website that has you know no no reference to whoever's the business coach on it so I think that's really fantastic advice and just a quick question around if they were looking to scale um, and do it digitally like you which platforms do you use because I know we're using zoom right now to record this podcast but how have you done that I bet people are curious like what platform is the best to do that Oh, I've trialed and tested so many tech platforms in the last six months. Me and my husband, well, he's definitely more of the tech guru than I am, but we're not afraid to try things and give things a bash. Like even if it means like annoying integration issues, like the start of it all. So we started off with like, everything was free. You guys, like you don't need to spend heaps of money. I started when I, that first offer I was telling you guys about, I just had a PayPal link. So no, like no shopping cart or anything like that. PayPal link, and then make sure it's linked to your business account, not your personal, um, for tax reasons and all of that. But also secondly, it's, um, I used, uh, MailChimp to collect, like to build my email list. I would use Zoom, the free account at the time. Now I've got the pro account. And I used, cause I have a Squarespace site. I use like this Squarespace, like member portal, which is great. I mean, it's just another page that you can build in and it's free, you know, free with your Squarespace, like domain membership. But then as I started to scale and grow, so at around three months, my email list hit over 2000, which meant that I had to upgrade. And so I was like, okay, that needs to upgrade. I do need a payment system now because I'm building more courses, if I'm building more courses, I need a membership portal. 
So then I started looking into platforms like Kajabi and Kartra, which both which have all of that under one umbrella. They have your email list, your membership site, your payment system, um, all your course creations can be just chucked in under the one site. And that is expensive. Like I'm talking a couple of hundred US dollars a month. But obviously if you're scaling and if you're growing your business, then that's an investment that you need to have uh, from a digital platform perspective. Yeah, great. So start small, start with the free and then scale it as you grow your audience. I think that's a really great great way to start for a lot of businesses and then it's not overwhelming is it you know you're not actually exactly putting a lot of money out there so that's really good because I'm using the, the free zoom um platform to call you right now so and it works yeah. perfect. so it's great exactly exactly um, and in terms of you've got your own podcast um yes. called own your hustle definitely go and check it out because you do some amazing podcasts on there have you got any other podcasts and books that you recommend for people in this space to inspire them Yeah, I do follow a lot of influencers, not necessarily coaches or anything like that, but I draw um, from different people for different things. So I do love uh, my spirituality in business and it's something that I really link to. So it's things like, you know, just feeling like mindfulness and meditation and you know, believing in things like journaling, manifestation. And, and, you know, for me, it's like, I really link to what the universe has to offer. So the podcast I listen to there is actually, um, Jess Lively. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, the Jess Lively show. She's amazing for all things like spiritual. Um, there's another manifestation podcast, um, Kimberly Wenya or even manifestation babe. So in that spiritual bucket, that's where I put all of my like learning from. Um, obviously you can't go past like massive influences like Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, I also really like, um, Pat Flynn's podcast, um, smart passive income, really good. I used to really like Amy Porterfield, but lately been moving away. But in the early days, I really loved her content. Um, and then also gold digger, which is really good as well. So, um, Jenna, which is amazing. I love her. She is a coach, um, but I love her the content. And lately I've been listening to, um, style your mind, which I am loving. And it's by an author. She's like a best-selling author, Cara Orwin labor. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of her, but look up the style your mind podcast. She is so real. Like I really relate to her and I just love the way that she does business. So definitely check her out. Yeah, amazing. There's loads of stuff there. That's fantastic. Have you listened to um, Stu McLaren's podcast? Yes, I have on the membership site. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I have. And I signed up to his like um, Facebook group yeah. and Tribe. yeah, it's full on, but it is very informative. Yeah, there's so much out there, isn't there? Which is fantastic. And Ruby, just to sort of finish off, what exciting things have you got coming up and where can people find out more about you? Because I'm sure everyone is clamoring to kind of work with you. <laughs> Well, I'm not sure when this podcast is going to go live, uh, but I do have a course coming out for coaches, which is going live on Sunday this week. And it's called Blaze. Oh my gosh, I'm so pumped. There's so many people already in there. So that's really designed for side hustle coaches, people Mm -hmm. who are side hustling at the moment. They're wanting to build a coaching practice. They're asking all the things that you've asked in this podcast how to scale digitally, where to find customers and clients, how to grow organically. If you're interested in that, check out Blaze. Um, you can also find me over at just Ruby Lee 
www.sarahmurphy.co, which is my website. It's just come out, brand new site came out yesterday and it's got all of my upcoming programs, courses, membership site um, for side hustlers, which is called Hustlepreneur. It's amazing. It's currently closed for enrollment, but you know, I'll be reopening that in the next week or two, uh, just before the November masterclass series comes out, which is going to be all about how to gain speaking opportunities, how to, uh, gain PR and media, uh, the PR media spotlight. So that's what we'll be focusing on in November. So if you're keen on that, come on over and join. Amazing, Ruby. Um, it's been such a pleasure hearing the backstory to, to your journey because it has been incredible to watch. And thank you for speaking at a She Mentors event and for giving us your time on a podcast. I'm spoiled. I've had all Ruby time. Oh my gosh, Ali. It's just been such a pleasure always working with She Mentors. That event still goes down as my <laughs> favorite. Actually, if you go on the website, the banner is from the She Mentors event. Oh, and so I loved it so much. It, every time I look at that photo, it just brings me like so much joy. I've got uh, the biggest smile on my face. Yeah. So thank you. And I'm so grateful that, you know, we've connected and, you know, it's just amazing to have like boss babes like you in, in my community and my network as well. So thank you for all that you do. Uh, It's my pleasure. Thank you very much, Ruby. And we'll chat soon. Chat soon. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Ruby Lee. Um, She's so inspiring, isn't she? It just makes me want to quit the day job right now and go all in on the side hustle. Uh, As we mentioned at the end there, it can be lonely when you're starting a business and you might be working from home all day. So if you do want to meet other amazing women in business, definitely come along to a She Mentors event in Melbourne. We have them every six weeks and we hear from different female entrepreneurs and leaders and experts in their fields. Um, and there's wine and nibbles and there's plenty of amazing women that you can connect with so definitely head to the She Mentors website to find out when the next event is on you can also jump across to Instagram and follow us at She Mentors thanks again for listening really appreciate it and I'll catch you next time